Well, hello there, my friend Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Hope you've enjoyed being back on the horse with me. The last couple of episodes have been great to be uh, to be sharing with you guys again all over the world, from New Zealand to London to all of those continental United States and a lot of obscure places in between. You look at those podcast heat maps and you go, wow, man, I'm big in Lithuania this week. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dubai is blowing up. So it's good to be here. Housekeeping, please make sure you subscribe to the podcast. It makes a big difference to my life. And if you like what you're hearing, please share it with fellow Catholic educators here and abroad. Everything about me is on the website, jonathandoyle.co.co. jonathandoyle.co, YouTube, One Catholic Teacher. And you can find me on Instagram at jdoylespeaksoneword. So if you like Instagram, come and say hello. Send me a message there and we can get in touch. Let's get into it. Yesterday, we were talking about navigating the will of God in our daily work as Catholic educators. Today, we're going to talk about something you may not have thought a lot about. Let's talk about joy. Let's talk about a Catholic school that is permeated with joy. You know, you ever been somewhere where it's just, there's a good vibe, there's just, people are animated, there's a happiness, there's a, you know, I've definitely experienced schools like that around the world. I go into certain places and you can just sense. I remember speaking in Oklahoma City recently and I uh, we had a few a thousand people there, and we were at this big uh, high school. Some of you may who are listening may might have been there that day, and I remember going there the day before just to do a rehearsal and check all the the tech. And I met the principal there, and it was just a great guy. And there was a there was an energy, a positivity, a sense of welcome that uh, really permeated the whole place. And you know, my first master's degree was in leadership, educational leadership and management. And having done that post-grad background in leadership, I always say that the fish rots from the head down, right? Like the fish rots from the head down. So the leadership sets the tone, and then that tone will eventually permeate right throughout the school. And so if you have a leadership that is welcoming, that is joyful, that is positive, it tends to affect the rest of the school environment. So big shout out to all school leaders there. There is a lot on your shoulders, my friends, that um, the Lord wants to help you carry to bring those positive emotions and positive experiences into that community. But today, we want to focus on that all of us have a task here. All of us have a task here with this concept of joy. And it's kind of an abstract term, isn't it? You kind of, you know it when you see it, but you think, well, how do you do it? How do you, what what do things are really difficult and life's not going too well? And let me just give you a couple of quotes here. I've been reading this wonderful book, The Joy of God from Sister Mary David. And it's, uh, it's really quite a beautiful book. And listen, she's talking about the, um, the monastery in which she was living, and she's talking about her religious sisters. She says, we should enjoy our sisters, find joy in them. Now, this is where it gets really interesting. She says, take care to dedicate ourselves to the good of our neighbor. Try to be a source of joy for others, the joy which the Holy Spirit gives. All right, key points. We have this invitation to be a source of joy for others, but luckily it's not joy that we have to magically manufacture ourselves. It's something that the Holy Spirit can give to us if we ask. I don't know about you, but there's definitely times in life when it just seems really hard to break out of a pattern, to break out of a way of being without some kind of supernatural intervention. I I, I think what is the point? of being Catholics, if 
the sacraments, if our encounter with Christ isn't somehow transforming us and allowing us to do things that we probably otherwise couldn't have done. So she goes on to say, we must make an effort to be cheerful. An effort, it's something we have to do. Remember, grace builds on nature so that the grace of God will build on our action. So we actually have to take a step here, make an effort to be cheerful. So we've all worked in schools where you walk around and you know, there's a particular person that always seems really miserable. I'm not judging anybody. I know people sort of struggle and suffer with all sorts of setbacks and mental health and difficulties, but we mustn't lose sight of the fact that we can make a choice to be cheerful, to be a source of joy for others. And this gets really interesting. This is a quote. She's quoting a famous French religious here called Dom Guranger. And listen to what she says here. Cheerfulness takes courage, as does everything else. And it is for God that we must overcome ourselves in this way. That is interesting, overcome ourselves. We actually have to fight against our own inability to be joyful. We have to fight against our own desire to somehow pull back and not share our joy and be a source of joy for others. And then it gets really interesting. Rejoice in the Lord always, she says. Again, I will say rejoice. Now, this is a cool line. You ready? We must pull the ground out from under the feet of that melancholy that is no good for either this world or the next. We must pull the ground out from under the feet of that melancholy that is no good for either this world or the next. This is interesting, right? Because in all of this, so we started off this short episode talking about being a source of joy, but that joy doesn't have to like originate in ourselves. It's given to us by the Holy Spirit. But then there's this fascinating, you know, this, this sort of symbiosis, isn't there? There's something we need to do. And what is it? We need to overcome a natural predisposition to be self-contained and to perhaps not maybe deliberately, but to withhold our joy from those around us. We have to make a conscious decision as Dom Garanger says here, we must pull the ground from under the feet of that melancholy, which is no good for this life or the next. We have to be deliberate, we have to be conscious, we have to make a choice for joy. You know, I don't know what you hear when you hear me talking, you know, if you see me on stage, I, I, I bring a lot of energy and enthusiasm and passion because it's a great principle to do that. But I'm, I'm pretty introverted by nature, pretty self-contained by nature. So in my day-to-day life, I often have to make an effort to get out of myself and to be a source of positive joy for others. Even like in my own family, I have to constantly go, hang on, Jonathan, we're not, you're not one of the Desert Fathers. <laughs> you're not, it's interesting, right? Like with the Desert Fathers, if you're familiar with the, you know, the hermetic tradition uh, of ancient Palestine, but the Desert Fathers and Mothers, yes, they lived profound solitude. Yes, they withdrew from the world. But they did actually constantly meet up for community. They were very clear that the purpose of the withdrawn life, the hidden life, was to more deeply encounter Christ, to fight the battle against the self in solitude, and then share that wisdom, that love, that depth with the community. So even in our Catholic tradition, those that were often seen as more solitary and withdrawn, eventually were bringing that gift back into the community. So my friend, I want to encourage you today, as you go back to work in Catholic education, try and practice 
joyfulness. And it's it's really practical. It's like you smile at people, you say hello to people, you show an interest in people. I know most of you, many of you, no doubt, are doing this intuitively. But if you want to create a great Catholic school, if you want to create a school where kids really want to be, they want to come, then this is part of the magic, this choice for joy. So let's ask the Holy Spirit for it. Let's be humble. Let's say, Holy Spirit, we don't have this joy naturally within ourselves. It needs to be imparted to us supernaturally through grace, through the sacraments, through prayer, through scripture. Help us to be joyful. Help us to build a joyful community. Help us to be a sign of joy, particularly for our kids who are living in this world at the moment that is so profoundly impacted by all sorts of terrible bad news and problems and issues that are just everywhere all the time. Let's be a source of joy. God bless you, my friend. Come and find me at jonathandoyle.co.co. Check out YouTube, One Catholic Teacher, and you can find me on Instagram at jdoylespeaks. I do live events for Catholic education for dioceses around the world. I do seminars for schools, training in all sorts of different areas of Catholic education. So please check out the website, jonathandoyle.co. Share this with people. Make sure you subscribe. My name's Jonathan Doyle, and you and I are going to talk again tomorrow.